When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we just hang on. Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, and you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. Alright, what's up guys? We're kind of, we're in the hotel room, it's me and Josh, you can kind of see us both on the screen. I don't even know if we're going to post this on YouTube, but episode 131 of the Always Race Day Podcast presented by the Carl Auto Group, uh, just completed the night, yeah, the, Oh, this is going to be audio only for sure. It's just us staring into this microphone with the camera. We don't have a Cyclone Fanatic studio over here. I have the a face for audio, so that's good. <laughs> no, but uh, night one of the Houston's High Bank Nationals, uh, second annual, uh, just concluded. It's like 2.30 here. We're just starting to record and all that. Um, but yeah, fun fun day. Had IndyCar testing at Iowa today. We'll talk Hell Tour. We'll talk... Uh, Dirt Cup is starting tomorrow night, or, well, you're listening to this on Thursday for sure, because it's Thursday right now. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll preview all that and everything. Um, but first, real quick, okay, before we start, like, I had the whitest shoes in the pit area today. It was a bold choice, for sure. Very white as hell. Still white. They're still white. Yeah, if we had like three cameras set up in here, we'd be golden. I'd be showing them off. <laughs> but so I, w- I went to the Nike store and you, like I wear size 14 or 15. Really depends on the company, depends on the shoe. Try them. I always try your stuff on. I never go to a store, buy something and not try it on unless it's a T-shirt. But I'm walking around. And I've got to go get my oil changed before I come to Houston's on the day after. Well, today. And there's not a size 14 in the store. There's one size 15. They were like, they look like 20. It's like the last year of the Paul Rhodes era, Iowa State white and cardinal cleats. And it was size 15. But it looked like maybe like two years newer than 2016 or 2015. So walking around, I'm like, God damn it. Can't find new pair of shoes. I got big gaping hole in my left shoe on the other one. My big toes just, they poke through it. It's wear and tear or whatever. 
and I washed them. They still smelled like crap. I'm like, I gotta go get new shoes. Just have to. And so I'm, I tried on eight pairs of size 13 shoes. And the last ones fit, and they're the bright ass fucking white ones. And I'm like, dude, people are gonna be looking at me like this kid thinks he's not gonna get dirt on his white shoes. I didn't. They're clean as shit for going to a dirt track. This is the I'll after. Oh wow! Yeah, this is the after dark podcast too. So, couple beers in and feeling great about everything, even my shoes. But at the moment, I was like, this. I've. It's always been I, I, just two things came to my mind, Josh. You want to guess what they are? That's a tough, tough ask. Well, no, let, let us let us hear it. One of them is that I wish I had smaller feet. I've never thought that before in my life because I've always been able to manage to find a pair of shoes, whether it took 30 minutes or 60. That one took 45. Cause I took like four laps around the store. I'm like, are we, am I sure that there's not a shoe here? This is what Nike does. They either look pristine and amazing. Like the Kyle Larson 57 car, even though it's plain and white, Paul Silva, I hate that. It's just white, like throw some, throw some, it looked like the billion auto number two. They, they look great or be on brand or they look like the 78 car. That is like template. World of Outlaws video game, 2002, create your own car. Three decals on it. Here's the World of Outlaws sticker and the Dirt Vision sticker in the middle of the wing with Times New Roman font on the back end. So look nice. So that's one thing I thought. The other thing was I'd rather just go buy a car. This is stupid. You know, there's not enough selections here. This is dumb. I'd rather go down the car auto group and just buy myself a car because it, it would just be more like better use of my time. So I got pissed enough that I'm just, I almost went down to Carl Auto Group and just, hey. They would have liked that. 400 bucks in my pocket. I don't know what you can give me, but you guys sponsor us. Let me know what you think. <laughs> so anyway, this whole thing was just a Carl Auto Group hat, but I, I really, I, I, the whole thing's true. Your shoes also, are nice. Yes. Your shoes are nice. Do have nice shoes, and we do have nice partners at the Carl Auto Group. I appreciate them. We appreciate them and their partnership making all of this happen. We're up here all week long. I can't promise a podcast every night. We might bring the microphone down to the uh, camping area and have a little party on the show. That I don't know. be an after dark podcast. Yeah, yeah, we might do that one. Um, but don't, you, don't bank on it because... It's like Chris's after dark one that he'll never release. That's a Dingus one, wasn't it? it they did do it at Dingus. Um, I've I've heard things about it. Nothing. Do you think Chris was on there saying how much late models sucked and that he was actually a very secret sprint car fan? I think that, we should. That's, start, that's why he doesn't want it out there. I think we should start spreading that. We're on to you, Chris. Yeah. So Josh was looking at me weird during the A main tonight. The guy standing next to me is wearing a Jimmy Owen shirt, and I got a picture focus on the shirt with the cars blurry in the background because they're sprint cars late models everything would be in focus so <laughs> all i got to say to that i'll, I'll leave that one. I'll i, leave that I one should one. put an asterisk on that if bobby pierce or ricky weiss was in the race they wouldn't be in focus but everybody else 
I'll throw Trevor Casey, Parker Price Miller, a couple guys trying to get into late models a little bit. I throw them in. Charlie McKenna. Kyle Larson, he's a pretty good late model. Kurt Schrader, the best late model driver of all time, Kyle Larson. Yeah, he's pretty good tonight. He won in his super late model debut in what I was told was the premier late model series over at Lucas. I have no dog. Sprint car guy, sprint car NASCAR guy got in the car first night out. (laughs) Just said, I'm going to go do this thing. He showed he showed who was uh, number one tonight. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's night one of Houston. Kyle Larson wins. I think we're gonna we're gonna start with the race, work our way back. I like it. Right. So Rico led most of the A. Uh, really, we, oh, we cannot do this. We cannot. We can't start with the A. We can't. We. I don't even know what order we should go in. Do you? What do you What do you want to start? What was the biggest? most impactful thing tonight do you think probably qualifying is that what you're what you're getting at we can do that i'll start yeah so damon was giving me shit because he thinks i pick on formats too much i don't want to be i don't want to be the guy that is always negative about stuff truly i don't and i'm not doing this to just counteract that i love i love the format they've put out here yeah, I, I think it's that, great. I, I do like it better than what we had last time. So last year they had it was like by two in qualifying or something. It was different last year. Someone's gonna show it to me and be like, it's the exact same. And I'm like, no, it's not. I know, I know for a fact it's not the exact same. Yeah, I want to say that the inverts were bigger or something like that. Which, I, so I, I, I looked I, at I, it. I found that today. You're a big fan driving fan. here. I, I was like, what? Wait, it was six last year? Seriously? Because hmm. I thought it was eight last year. But it wasn't. They had different point incrementals. So this year, qualifying was by one. Heat races were down by three. I think last year it might have been five and two or five and one. But going down by three in your heat race, that made qualifying actually matter. So what did Brad Sweet qualify? Did we say 32nd? Brad Sweet. I think you qualified 30 seconds. Second. Yeah, there we go. Second, he won his heat. So, and he was in the B main. Here's the deal. I don't, I'm not accusing any teams of cheating on this podcast. I don't do that. And I know where you're going. I'm That's going not- down my checklist and seeing if I can accuse anyone to get it out of the way. And I wouldn't even say it's cheating. It's just gamesmanship and trying to, to I agree. Hit, a, hit a number and uh, format. I would never try to accuse someone of cheating. Maybe Brad just didn't have that good of a car. I, I don't have the qualifying list in front of me for this year for the world of outlaws. I don't have them in front of me for the last five years. I might go to dirttracker.com and find them. It's a little free ad for Justin Fiedler. I know how much work he puts into his site um, and what that, what he does with a dirt tracker is pretty insane. Um, so appreciate that guy. Please go back and find me the races where Brad sweet, has qualified outside the, I'll, I'll even put a nice cushion on it and say top 15. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier, um, the Eldora million format last year, or not million, uh, Kings Royal, sorry. Brad qualified like 27th. Because the whole thing was focused on an invert and trying to hit the invert and tonight donnie was the same the, way donnie was was pretty deep tonight too brad sweet and donnie shots both started on the front row of their heat races hitting the invert perfectly sandbagging perfectly if you want to call it that i am not calling it that right now i'm just saying that's what happened 
neither of them made the A-man on points. Correct. Brad transferred in. Donnie Shots was racing against my guy, Brennan Mullen. Yeah. And Donnie did not. Oh, shit. I fucked that up. It's Riley good enough. I talked to him in like 30 seconds apart and just flipped the conversations we had. He's racing against Riley Goodnow in 19th in the B. So there's guys that tried to sandbag a little bit tonight, maybe. Maybe they didn't. But it didn't reward you for sandbagging. That's the true, most pure form of a format you can come up with that isn't go out and qualify and then we're going to race. Go out and time trial and then we're going to race. I shouldn't say qualify because heat races are qualifying, C mains are qualifying, B mains are qualifying. Everything before the A is qualifying, you are there to watch the A. And yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to tell one way or the other. You know, you're not in the driver's seat and stuff like that, but it, it's pretty telling. I mean, you had three full-time outlaw guys not not make the show tonight, and if you want to count Casey Kane, he was a full-time outlaw to start the year. He also missed it as well. So, so what, what, do, are you counting McFadden? Um, oh, you're you're counting Sheldon shots. I guess I, I, have Kane. Top, I have the top thirty-five. No, no, you're so. fine. You're fine. I was trying to allude to that. Brad Sweet, Donnie Shots are both top four in World of Outlaws points. Yeah, and they had to. And Brad, had one to had to race their way in, and the other one couldn't race their right. way. You, you definitely don't see that very often, where where Donnie just straight up misses the show and. Be, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with tomorrow night. Now it's a, it's a weird track. It's a short track, so like a tenth of a second makes that much bigger of a difference. And we've seen weird stuff happen on like Houston's track championship night. We've seen some guys qualify, yeah. you know, maybe slower than you ever could have imagined they've qualified. But it's Speak, beside the point. Speaking like, of dirt tracker, so if you look at the dirt tracker plus, Donnie Shots has the fifth best average finish out of World of Outlaw races with guys that have nine or more starts. So it's like Donnie has had success there. Brad Sweet is a couple spots better than him. Makes you think, that's for sure. Like, it like does. I said, you, you don't know, you know, we're not in the seat, so we don't know how, how that's going. And I don't want, I don't want to be the guy sitting here and, and speculating stuff. It's not, yeah. that is not at all what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is say this format was set up in a way and they have hit the nail on the head of preventing guys from sandbagging and qualifying to produce a better starting spot in the a main at the end of the night it is one night we'll see the rest of the week too i i am so yeah no i I, brad sweet is going to run i i will say that donnie shots and brad sweet are both going to qualify in the top 15 tomorrow but you i mean thursday tonight tonight over over time depending on the, the event and whatnot you know, you tend to hear people say, you know, get penalized for qualifying well. But if you look at the top, what is it, 10 or 11 in points, the majority of the guys that qualified in the top 10 overall are in the top 10 in the final points from tonight. So uh, you could ask, you know, Gravel, Larson, Macedo, if, if qualifying well hurt them, and they're in the top five in points. So Yeah, and I, I did ask Gravel. And yeah, we, we talked a lot of format. We got interviews on YouTube, got seven interviews from IndyCar testing in Iowa. Um, but we'll, we'll stand there for now. Uh, that The format just, it's blissful. And you know what else? 
You said There's, that about a, a format with an invert that it's blissful going. I did. I did. Oh, whoa, 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 okay. All right. Well, let me do this real quick and we'll get to inverts. Uh, blissful format because there's a clause in it. It's not the Tim Allen movie, or is that his name? It is. The actor? Yep. Hell yeah. What a pop culture pull for, for Connor. Probably Damn. older than you, but whatever. But yeah, sure. By a bit. Watch it when I was a kid. I love those movies. I love, I'm a sucker for Christmas movies. Um, the top two non transferring qualifiers got spots guaranteed in the AMAN if they didn't transfer. The two fastest. That's, you know, you want to have a format with you definitely won't be penalized for qualifying fast. Yeah. We'll drink to that. <laughs> I'm sure that would piss some other people off, but, you know. So, you're, John, you're always, always going to have somebody that's, that's you know, irritated. That's fine. I will piss off all the lay model fans right now. Josh is telling me that, I, you know, I, I'm shocked, Connor. You, you're a fan of a format with an invert in it. Well, had a format of six tonight. The fast guy started sixth. Kyle Larson passed three cars. Lockie McHugh passed two cars in his heat. There was not much passing at all anywhere else. There definitely was another plus two, right? I I hate even calling I hate even calling it that because the Chili Bowl passing points format of plus one, minus one, all that stuff. It doesn't apply here. It's completely different. There's hardly any passing in the heat races. If you're pissed about that, you're a late model fan. Qualifying races are supposed to put the fast guys fast. It's all it's all qualifying up to the A. Now, you inverted six and there still wasn't passing. Yeah. Don't tell me you need an invert. You never need an invert. There's no such thing as a need for an invert. But I love it in this format. Yeah. And I love it in the Knoxville Nationals format. Right. So there's a way to put it in, but you have to count the other aspects of the night over that. And it's so dependent on the track too, you know? I mean, if the track was pretty juiced up for most of the night, really, until the very end of the feature. And, you know, if you have a really slick racetrack, might be good in the, in the heats, but you take rubber 10 laps into the feature too, or you're, you know, delaying a, another... 30 45 minutes to track prep and then you still don't know what's going to happen so i don't envy the people that have to put these formats together to try to make them exciting but also fair and like you said i, th I think the the format that we have at least through oh, i envy that I, pretty good i would love that job i'll format anything let me know <laughs> no get, no excel get, sheets get but i will get you a good we'll dirt get, racing we'll format on the phone you, you can I, i'll get him on the phone to tell him i love his format right now today wednesday i love it thursday it could come back i haven't really dove in i, I tweeted that i was going to look at this i haven't looked at it yet i apologize it's like 245. um i want to look at it and make sure there's not an outlying path to where you're going to make the a main kind of game the system yeah Stuff like that, I kind of look for in things. And in when I'm thinking of a format in my head, I'm like, well, could you go this fast in qualifying and you know lose a spot in your heat and then still make it in that this and that? And I don't think you should go plus minus and passing. I don't I don't love passing points 
in that way of doing it. I think it's a little confusing to race fans and, and stuff like that. But I, I love what they've done with this one. And we'll see. I My question is, if there's, I don't know, what late model fans would call really good passing or really good heat races, does that change anything? Yeah, but I don't think tough. I don't think it can that much because I mean you saw like Brad qualify thirty second, win his heat, and did not qualify for the A. And I think that's subjective. It's all about like what on points. And, and I keep of, doing that. I'm so I'm not trying to say Brad missed the race. No, Sweet's gonna Sweet's gonna call me over tomorrow and be like, "What the hell, dude? <laughs> you gotta hammer me like this." It's like no, he's gonna be fast next two nights. He's gonna be one to watch That's for the other sure. Thing. Brad passed a lot of cars. He was passed a lot of cars, spun out, passed more cars. Exactly. He was. He still ended up, I think, eight from uh, up eight, and he was plus twelve at some point. Yeah. You know, if, before if he, he spun, so. we were Formula One fans. He passed more cars than anyone at Monaco in the past decade combined. Might be able to put the whole field in there. That's very fair. <laughs> Hell, there's probably more passing and qualifying tonight than there, but I digress. <laughs> But yeah, I think it. I think it, it's good so far. I mean, like I was saying, you know, you look at the at the the points going into Thursday, and you know, the top guys that qualified in the top ten. There's only two of them that are outside of the top eleven in points right now. So, I don't think you can really use that as a as an excuse if you if you did qualify well or if you didn't qualify well, then you have to come back and be better uh, tomorrow night. It will be interesting to see who who's at the top of the board tomorrow night and see if any of that potential gamesmanship is uh, is happening again. But, uh, yeah, I think overall it was a pretty good night of racing. Yeah, they're in – It's that's always the interesting part to me because there's always going to be that, and you can sit here and claim that there isn't. Yeah. That's fine. Sure. Put on, put on that facade. And like what you're saying too, like, you know, what makes, we talked about this at the track, what makes, what, what do you want to be good racing? Quote unquote. Is it a lot of passing? Is it somebody, you know, winning by five seconds? Can I, can I actually answer that? Sure. Like I, I want the fast guys starting up front and I want a format that gets them there. And I thought the four fastest guys on the track tonight ended up the top four in the format. Save Carson Macedo, who was right outside at fifth. Yeah, and I mean, he was very good tonight, too. Save Gio Selzy, who was the most aggressive on restarts of anyone in the field, sixth. Yeah. And speaking. And I am just going down the list and saying good things about people that someone's going to poke a hole in my argument. Major props to Carson, by the way. Like, you can tell that he is not 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And that guy is still strapped in with with hurt ribs and stuff at at a pretty fast bull ring. And is just sitting, you know, five, fifth in points yeah. after the first night. So it's good to see. And do uh, if you, if you are at the racetrack, uh, one, you know, don't harp on Carson if he left an autograph line earlier. So I don't think he would leave in the middle of signing stuff for people. But I know right. he, he turned in early a little bit tonight. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if you see Carson go up and tell him you appreciate him and you're thankful he's all right. Uh, I know he's here. And, yeah. And yeah. I, I know he appreciates it cause he heard it from a dumb fuck like me <laughs> and appreciated it. So if you guys tell him anyone walks up to him, like just do that. Cause buy a shirt, buy a hat. I think he does. There, the, we did an interview with him uh, and his, you know, he had to balance, you know, mentally am I good driving? after that wreck and he doesn't really remember the wreck but right. y- you have to 
there is something in the back of your head, kind of a trigger finger thing. And especially after a big wreck like that, you don't know if that's going to show up whenever it is. You know, think about like uh, if you're 16, 17, first time you got pulled over. The next time you see a cop, you're going to shit yourself. (laughs) That's just how it works. I I still do it every time I see a cop, even if I'm not speeding, which is very rare. I'm kidding. Uh, And it's, it's, you know, it's a nerve wracking thing. These cars go really fast. They flip, they do spins, they do everything. And you just have to look look for stuff like that and you know be appreciative for cars there's there are people inside of those race cars yeah it, oh it's, yeah it's easy to forget that when you're watching on dirt vision or even at the track you know you, you see the the cool looking cars going fast might be flipping or whatever but there's still you know a person in there that right has a family that they go home yeah to. so yeah glad that he's here and, and it's cool seeing him perform well too don't don't celebrate crashes yeah. um if someone gets out of the car and stands on top of his tire and goes hell yeah that was awesome and then you, yeah stand up and clap All right i love i do love that shit when they i i've told Ayrton that before i said if you get in like a bad rack like get out of the car and throw your steering wheel in the air and just go like fuck yeah and i said you'll sell 100 t-shirts there's people that probably remember sammy doing that taking a bow after uh the Goodyear Nationals. Want a tire had, yeah, from the lead. So, I still, I, I still need to go back and watch that entire race because I like, I, I shit you not, I really shit you not. I think we went to the 2009-2011 National Nationals. My dad and I would go like every odd year. I don't know why. When I was a kid, like sports schedules, stuff like that, you're busy. I wasn't, we weren't very into sprint car racing. Like we were, we loved it. Every time we went to Knoxville, we loved it, but it was always Nationals weekend. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's, it, you can't shit on Nationals. No. You, like there's not, <laughs> there's 17 there's one not arrows nationals. pointing in, in different directions, and you're not going to find a way to go through the maze and crap on the Knoxville Nationals. Right. You can't. Uh, yeah, I, I was. Same with that uh, Moberly thing I was talking about on Twitter yet on Tuesday, that uh, racetrack the Hell Tour was at that Damon Damon covered for us. I hope you guys enjoyed our guys' coverage. We had guys at both Hell Tour races yesterday. Damon was there. I, I guess I got to do this for Thursday, but Tuesday Damon was there. Wednesday uh, Caleb and Josh were over in Davenport. So, uh, but I tweeted like Moberly is kind of new to the scene. Um, because Damon had texted me like, oh, I just talked to the promoter. They're talking about, you know, they want to do this and this with it and like grow this track and stuff like that. And I'm like, that sounds exciting. That's cool. I I haven't heard of this place before. I didn't have dirt vision until 2019, 2020. Like, yeah, this is sweet. Uh, This is, this is awesome. And I was like, seems like a track that's kind of booming in the national scene, not booming, but like hidden from everybody else's general aspect of view and d- chad morgan's burner account tweets me not the real chad. do not sit here and throw my like admittedly horrific history on dirt racing at my face you there's no effing way he's ever talked about that great race at moberly so I guess this track has been around for a long time and then they shut down yeah. before COVID and then restarted like a year after 
or eight months after don't do, do not don't, do don't. not claim that you're like oh this classic don't. steve kinzer yeah you're trying to butter me up i don't know what you're trying to do i love steve kinzer but yeah i i thought it was newer because i hadn't heard of it and i went to call them to apply for damon's credential and the phone the phone number went to some guy and he goes yeah uh that's not me yeah, you got the wrong number. <laughs> they haven't changed it on Google yet. Yeah, I actually sold the track to Reed. And so, uh, Reed might be coming on the pod. Look for that. Reed Millard or Millard. I probably shouldn't. I probably should have just left it at Reed. But y'all know it. It sounds like Reed's a nice guy. It does. Yeah, like I'm. I'm excited for what they can do there. At the very least, it's a new era of Moberly Motorsports Park. There you go. But yeah, I. Not not once had I heard of that track before this week. Before not this week, okay. but before this race had appeared on the schedule, like and we're applying for stuff. Speaking of new eras, we're kind of moving into a new era of, of sprint car, big sprint car payouts, and we're kicking that off with this week with the two hundred fifty grand to win to bring it all back. Yeah, he sits here. That, well, I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we've are really kicking off the months of money now. They're not it's no longer. It's a not month a month of money. money. Yeah. It's now it's this almost the summer of money, which is good. How it should be, you know. Can have... you pick against anybody but Larson at this point? I mean, he started fifth. I can't. He wasn't am buried. I, you but... know, am I putting money on it or what am I doing here? Who who was the most impressive tonight? <sighs> David Gravel was really good on the restarts. Um, that's just evident with yeah. what he's been able to do. He he almost got Larson at the line. Yeah, it is always hard to pick against Kyle in a sprint car. I also think that, and I want to get to this a little bit, and we'll try to wrap this up as quickly as we can, but... I I think tonight, should I use the analogy I, I told you earlier about track prep? Let's hear it. It, it was a gay dude at school trying to convince everyone he's straight. It's what it was. Yeah. They did not want rubber on night one, for sure. Yeah. I, and Knoxville did that, and there was a huge blowback, and everyone's pissed, and people are pissed that no one's... <laughs> You, could, you you finished fifth in the B? What are you doing? Why didn't you pass the guy in front? It's like no one passed anybody, man. Don't you get it? Well, we heard different things from different drivers tonight. We did. Races, yeah. too. You know, we had we had a driver say that they thought it was going to take rubber just with with the track prep they did. Somebody else said that they thought the track was pretty good after the first however many laps to, to start the race. And, I mean, you did have two grooves, at least from our vantage point. Um it took a while to slick off. Yeah. Um, Which I think everybody that saw, I mean, they basically completely reworked the track. So yeah, and, and you're going to have that when you that. completely rework the track. I would have liked a, two more laps of... Like hot laps type stuff. And they, they were still doing it in the corners, so it kind of counts. You don't really want to send them and just say, like, do eight laps of hot laps. Yeah. That's when shit happens. And we're, I, I would say... Yeah, it doesn't matter what field of cars you get. You get yeah. 24 cars that are running nose to tail all the way around the racetrack, and they can fit that. Like, yeah. they, that happens. And we would be the first ones to admit, too, that we're no track prep experts either. Like... I, I would be not, shocked if anyone not, looked at me and said, Connor knows what's going on. Yeah, I mean, we're not shitting on anybody, you know, with the track prep. I think that the track overall, you know, when when you have a heavy track that, that's a short track, you know, bank like what Houston's has, it's going to be tough to pass early on. That is what we saw. 
and you know ultimately you want that you know the final race the a main to be good and i feel like it pretty it was pretty pretty racy maybe not early on but with as as fast as the track was they got to to lap traffic pretty damn quick i mean it was a couple laps and when rico was out oh front, yeah even he was like right at the it end of felt the like it felt like every restart we had a caution and yeah. we did yeah. like that's what happened but rico would get to the tail yeah and it's like he's already there yeah. you know it is very quick so I, that stuff all happened in i'm not i'm not using that analogy as a negative obviously i'm gay i'm not trying <laughs> i'm not saying but they they were trying everything to to, to not rubber down and you know gun shy from stuff we've seen earlier this year yeah and may, maybe that makes the heat races boring I, so i'm a guy that's like man if i'm watching more than one race at a time especially do you know what i care the least about it's heat races it is because they're, they're qualifying races yeah that's all there it's here's another chance to improve your spot that's what people should think of them as. don't give me all this bs about why well, come to see racing at the track well okay then you would have hated the eldora million because we watched seven hours of racing and for one guy to get a qualifying spot so don't don't give me that crap lay model fans I'm really shitting on them on this podcast. I'm going to have to make it up to them. I'm letting you go, my man. Well, you guys do your... What's the opposite of a rain dance? Figure out a way for the weather forecast to not come to Houston's on Saturday, and we can get this race in. And then I'm covering late model Sunday, and then I'm covering them on Tuesday in Mason City either way. So we're all good. We're all good there. We'll, we'll rectify it. But you know there's gonna be some bad stuff but the b main was solid and you get to the a and it took a little while to slick off and we had a caution issue but you still had a lot of passing though yeah like, look look it was at, fine. at the lack of passing if you want to call it what it is in the heat races i mean you had gravel that went went plus 10 your hard charger was tim kading who you had a good interview with after the races it's yeah on, we on got youtube i think yeah his kid got he wanted to be in the video and i don't know if i did him justice in the frame he was trying his but name. if you listen to the audio he's we got him to talk for a little bit and he's there so he was great tk was plus 12 yeah after starting 22nd california guy california yep. suck at pennsylvania i mean Brad, <laughs> uh, yeah that's a whole other topic. Oh, no, no, no. Brad Sweet passed probably 20 cars because I think at one point he was up 12 from his starting spot. He spun, had to go to the back, and he still ended up going going plus eight. So there was passing. You know, it, it was like I said. I, I felt like it was, at the end of the day, it was a, it was a good good feature race. And you know, if if we can get that kind of a surface for the finale on Saturday, I think that everybody would be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I, I agree. And finale is going to be 50 laps. Uh, I believe so. Yep. Do you think that race would kicked as much ass fifty laps tonight yeah, with the track? I think so. I think probably would have. Yeah. And so the thing that takes me we off needed, is we traffic tonight. That was the bad thing, like we were saying. Yeah. I mean, any time the the leader got to the back of the field, for the most part, except for the end, we had a caution, and like that's I think what what really makes Houston's really exciting. I mean, really sprint car racing in general is once you get the leader in traffic. I think that's where like somebody like Kyle or really any of these professional drivers, you know, on the outlaws or, or guys like Rico that are true outlaws, that's where they shine. And unfortunately we, we didn't get to see a whole lot of that tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if, if we get a track like we had tonight, we'll have, we'll have a pretty good rest of the weekend. Absolutely. And the thing that 
really takes me off is it like on the big screen they're showing the dirt vision broadcast and half the screen's an ad for the race that the fans in the stands are at i don't love that aspect but i think that's how they had to integrate the scoreboard yeah. part of the screen i you got to pay for that too i mean grand winner f it just make it a little smaller and, and ratio it and, and make it bigger and blah 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 but you know i'm not i'm not the guy that has to do that i, I assume it's not easy that's and that's what you know so at least it's not a spot where you can like drivers can watch it and and play, I, play those yeah. kinds of games and stuff I, I just hope more dirt racing fans think about this that you see something and you're like why don't they do this probably because it's harder than you think by a long shot that's usually the case about i would say 86 percent of the time or it's the way that's been done forever that's the bad part yeah the the people that are like well, we've always done it this way it's tradition yeah i think that's where high limit is kind yeah of well they they off, used to award the college football national championship to whoever won the fucking rose bowl yeah pathetic bowl game by the way the pac-12 is not a real conference the big 10 sends the team that didn't make the playoff terrible terrible talk about that format sucking it's the worst in dirt racing is the rose bowl format <laughs> there we go now no one can hate me because i i didn't call their format the what's, worst what's ever. the invert at the rose bowl probably the same as the million last year <laughs> <laughs> um but what i was going to say is the thing that sucks is it's so like the dirt vision broadcast of the cars going into the corner at Houston's into turn one it's sexy as hell it just looks so cool yeah i mean you can't the, i don't think there's like a camera angle in dirt racing that beats it they're wild as hell if you get a guy that is even a little loose coming down the straightaway he's trying to wrangle his car into it by the start of turn one it's a cool place to watch a race man like we were yeah. saying it, but what i'm saying is like the i was watching the dirt vision broadcast and i'm like this is cooler than being 15 feet from the cars over here right. and i'm like i don't think i should think that but that's what i'm thinking right now um but yeah we should probably talk about the race before we get off of here uh so larson wins passes rico with five to go gravel gets by rico too uh we did talk to rico if you're thinking he's like didn't want to give me the time of day he's probably probably thinking he gave a race away so don't harp on rico or anything he still um, gave you some time after the race he's fine i dude i i will always be gracious for someone to take the time to talk to me now like you said i mean he, I, he led a lot of the race and there's two people that have done it but if i give you a compliment and then you tell me i asked a shitty question then i probably won't like you the rest of your life one of them's an old IndyCar guy. And if I if I drug his name through the mud, I would get shit on. I promise you. That's why you just got to talk about the race. Yeah, that's why I didn't mention his name. <laughs> Tweet me. I'll let you know who it is. I'll DM him. Oh, geez. <laughs> that was years ago. But uh, no, it's seriously anyone that, you know, it, I'm helping. I I think I'm helping them, getting them out there, their personality, their face in front of more people and they're helping me a ton because i get to learn about the sport and talk to people and learn things and get better at what i'm doing yeah just trying to get i don't really give a shit about the views i don't make money from youtube and yeah. we don't we don't make any money from youtube we don't make any money from twitter i promise you if you think we put a clickbait article out i i don't know what our clicks per minute on 
always race day is, but it's not like more than I, I don't know what like two cents. I mean, if one of those videos gets a new fan, and that's not I'm not talking CPM. That's it's like a different stat. Yeah, but. I mean, if you make a fan out of one of your videos or, yeah, or yeah, an article on the, on the website or a tweet, then, I mean, you Something, you know. Yeah. So, I appreciate it. We, we all love racing here. Yeah. I mean, the, the site is always race day. And like you said, we have, we've got people all over the place. It always, it always is. You can ask my boyfriend. He hates it. So, you mean there's another race? Yeah. Seriously? Like always. They, they just don't. It's called always race day. <laughs> Not three, three-sevenths. That'd be that'd be a good website name. Um, Carson Macedo was fourth. Uh, we mentioned that Corey Eliasson was fifth. He had a lot of speed tonight. Um, beat out uh, a lot of big names. Obviously, uh, this one we got to talk about this. This is why I'm skipping to you know. But Corey Eliasson finishes fifth. Uh, Buddy Kofoid finishes thirteenth in the eighty-three Junior Roth Motorsports car. If you listen to the episode Sunday. Monday, um, excuse me. Uh, you knew that Buddy Kofoid wasn't going to be in the Vermeer 55 for the rest of the year. Uh, that's what I know. Yeah, I soft reported it because it was more of a rumor, but I heard it from a couple people that very trusted for me, as in my lifetime and friendships in my lifetime, very trusted. Uh, I sound like Donald Trump there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I no. Yeah, I was doing the hand motions too. I've been watching that guy on TikTok doing the Trump impression. <laughs> this has been a great, great show. Uh, we covered a lot of things. Yeah. No, I. You know, I want to give you guys some scoops in that aspect where I, I don't want. I don't want to spoil a guy's announcement. I don't want to drag a guy. I don't. I don't have the background for Buddy and all that. I'm going to talk to him Thursday. We'll see, you know, we'll see what he has to say. He's no commented stuff before. It's a smart thing to do sometimes. You can, you can't. It's it's honestly, up to him. I would even say tonight, like, the, the result doesn't even, like, tell the full picture either because I did not catch what happened with him early in the feature, but he, he had uh, broken there, broken left rear shock. Okay. That was, that was the issue. So, I mean, so he went all the way to the back pretty much at the beginning of the race and ended up, what, 13th, it looks like. So, I mean, he still started seventh, ended up 13th, but that car has speed and that kid has speed at that track. He's had a lot of success, got his first outlaw win at this event, I believe it was last year too. Yeah. So yep. I, I think he's definitely one to watch. Don't 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 look at 13th and be like, man, buddy wasn't very good tonight because I think that was kind of far from the truth. Here's one thing I'll tell you, and I don't think you can pull up any names to drown out my thought. If if there's a guy that has been in, on the national sprint car scene and drove for four teams in the same season, he doesn't suck. Yeah. He is not slow. No. no. I, I think the world of Buddy, very fast. Very talented. Yeah. Um, and this can help a lot on him, too, honestly. You know, you're jumping from different cars and diff that's different cars oh, absolutely as well. and. You know, I don't know how much Toyota is putting into that, and if if they're still like following him, I know Roth has had that. Can I do a mini rant? Can I do a mini rant on that? This is your show. Man. If you guys are shitting on Toyota and you're a dirt racing fan, you're fucking stupid. That's what I'm gonna say. No, like to all of them, to all of you. I don't care if you're one of the Toyotas that are making it like the kind of racial joke. Not even kind of racial. It's just racially stupid. 
honestly, I call it a Yoder or whatever the hell they say anymore. I don't know if they still make. I I stopped reading Facebook comments three years ago, so I'm way out of touch with the older older Pe- people groups. wanting to get involved with with our sport is a good thing. Toyota has put so much more into dirt racing, and I'm gonna try to chase down an enter. I don't even know if there's a Toyota person here. I, I'm not sure. They're a huge company. They've put so much into the pace truck. All these guys are bringing into their fold. They're building engines. World There's multiple Toyota engines running almost every World of Outlaws race. I believe they're partners with the Outlaws. They have more. There's more Toyota sprint car engines out there than Fords. Yep. And they're faster. I know Donnie Schatz won the Knoxville Nationals. I know he was driving a Ford. You can tell me it's a Ford with or a Chevy with Ford stickers. I maybe this year it's a Chevy with or a, yeah a Chevy without Ford stickers. I don't know. <laughs> If you know, you know, um, but I'll leave that one. Yeah. But it, like Toyota has been fantastic, fantastic recently to dirt racing and, you know, let them, let them build it. Embrace, change get their stickers and be welcoming of, yeah. of people that want to join the sport. And if you want to say they have an ugly logo, I agree. It is kind of ugly. They need to get that gradient out of the Chevron or whatever. You, not, well, it's not a Chevron, right? But the little, the loopy, the loopy dupe, the loopy dupe. Yeah. It's supposed to make a T. I just. T's the sexiest letter. You can do a lot of shit with a T, and that, they did not do it justice. We've covered a lot. Right? Let's, uh, let's talk points. <laughs> we we got to recap. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, points for the week. I think we have questions too. We two more segments left, Josh. Sorry to keep you hanging. Josh is really gung ho to keep staying up at night, and then he hits this part where he's like, "Man, I keep looking at my phone. What time is it? Well, Shit! Just, it I, keeps getting later." No, I just see we, we, there's there's a lot of interaction in, in the tweet about questions. Mm. That's good, then. I love that. Uh, oh, one thing about Lachlan, ran into him. Uh, and Baxter, my buddy Baxter from Australia has told me this before. Ran into Lachlan, uh, neither of us sober, by the way. Uh, and he's telling me that in Australia, Lachlan is like Scott. Hmm. So there's a lot of Lachlans. I still don't know how to spell Lockie. Didn't think to ask. That's ADHD shit where I'm like 20 minutes later, I'm like, I should fucking ask him how to spell Lockie. I know where you can find him. I've seen him three times today and I didn't ask him one time. Uh, That's how, that's how it goes. So after tonight's racing um, and so format wise, uh, so the top four go to the King of the Hill on Saturday. And then the rest of the field, top four in points, top four in points overall. Um, And, And drivers get to drop their worst night. Of these three prelim nights right well. so say say we go 50 cars on saturday the top four will be in the king of the hill so that would leave 12 in two qualifiers and 11 in the other two if there was four they said there's four to six qualifiers usually in dirt racing the word qualifier means more cars than a usual heat race i don't really know why they're the same effing race call them the same thing and this is goes back to my last chance showdown bullshit it's a b main call it a b main you call the c main the c main call the b main the b main if you're going to call it the last chance showdown i need a dumber name for the c main 
And then what are you going to call the D-Man of the Knoxville Nationals? This is your second to last, last chance to show down. Called a semi-feature. Presented by Always Ready to Say. <laughs> yeah, a semi-feature. This is your double-decker semi-British touring bus feature. But, you know, go call, call it a heat race. It's a heat race. It's what it is. For a longer heat race with more cars. Yep. Right. So I, I assume there's going to be about 12 cars in heat race on Saturday. Uh, now, they did say four or it said four or six, four right? Four or six, yes. There's no five. there's no option of five in the Houston's format. Um, I, yeah, I guess we're kind of making fun of that aspect of it. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure I, there's a reason for it. And I, I'm not sure what five would... Five would get you a, a odd number transferring in, and that's actually probably why they avoided five. That's that would be my guess too. Yeah. Stupid ass invert wheel that Eldora still has on there. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I heard you were trying to get an always race day wheel of misfortune at the Knoxville Nationals. You wait. They, they didn't. You, they didn't accept that. No, this year. you you. That was false allegations for sure. I think you heard half of our plans of what we're trying to do. <laughs> More to come. Wait, wait until you guys see what we do for nationals. It is. I I have some fun plans. <laughs> Not really sure where we're gonna do I, it. I claim no involvement with that. I'm I'm taking Chris's camera crew. <laughs> this, I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna force him to give me two people and and run them around silly. <laughs> um. But yeah, let's talk. Let's talk points. So the top four clinches in the king of the hill and that basically clinches you into starting in the first four rows of the two hundred fifty thousand dollar to win a race so simplifies your night on saturday it does and uh, keep in mind that your best two nights are the points that you take to saturday your worst night gets thrown out so garrett williamson had an engine blow in qualifying tonight that's fine he's good he can race well the next two nights and be good Donnie Schatz is probably hoping that tonight is the night that gets thrown away as well. Yeah, I I would assume he is. Brad Sweet probably is too, honestly. Yeah. Have we talked about Matt Jewell yet? We have not. Okay, so Matt Matt Jewell uh, was put in the ambulance and uh, sent to the hospital tonight after a wreck uh, involving him and Tim Estenson. Um, he was awake and alert, thankfully. Awake and alert, talking to people. Got, uh, we were leaving the track, and that that was sort of the update. They had taken him in for x-rays. I, it sounds – I don't want to say he's good and be yeah. wrong i like I that's really i tell. just would really feel bad about that but it sounded like good things were from what we got from his crew so great people honestly every person affiliated with matt jewel ever and i've ran into matt jewel at 3 a.m at the campgrounds like awesome dude never in a bad mood One of the seriously never in a bad mood yep. like I, you know, I don't, I try not to go up and stick my camera into people's faces, well, my phone, but into people's faces after they wreck or something. Yeah. I don't think he'd ever have a problem with it. I really don't. No. So I, I hope wish, he's wishing the best for him. Yeah. yeah. Hope he's good. Um, so Kyle Larson leads the way with 443. And that, like, I, so this is the first time I'm actually looking at the numbers. That's a big gap over Rico. It is. He's at 426, Rico Abreu is, and that's the second best. So Larson's kind of setting the mark there. Um, now, keep in mind, you, know, you still have to have two nights combined, so we're going to look at something around 900 is 
That'd be a pretty it's, damn good. No, anything close to 900 is yeah. like nuts. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you look for your guy. You know, you want to aim, assuming nine, you know, I think 900 is probably the max, right? Yes. Perfect. If he went, yeah, it is. Because he's missing seven points. If you would have won your heat, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, on you the were pool. talking for the the combined total, yeah. Nine hundred is, is yeah. Nine. So, so if you want your driver to make the A main on Saturday, I I would I I would say around eight hundred, over eight hundred, and you're you're probably at least top twenty. And you know you still have your qualifiers, right. so I I just did that whole rant and I wanted to call it a heat race, but I, I there's a line of confusing you guys, confusing myself, and doing it for the betterment of a, a stupid argument that people still understand anyway. But they call them a qualifier, so yeah, it's a qualifier, right? Well, I don't do that with the B mains. That's the exception. That, we'll keep that. We'll keep that. Topic. But your qualifier is you got to stop saying that. What? We're going to have too many episodes to record if you say another topic for another day. I'm just trying to keep you on. I'm going to have here. to keep a fucking list. And like, Josh, you said we, you said in June that we were supposed to talk about this. It's night two nationals. You'll, you'll forget. We got to do this. You're not taking notes. I have to reveal what IndyCar, former IndyCar driver I don't like because he mouthed off to me a few times. Well, a few times in three minutes. But you probably deserved it. I, I swear to God, I did not deserve shit with it called him one of the hottest breakout drivers of the year and he was like i've been established man and i'm like dude you weren't full-time before this year I'm like i'm young but you're stupid you're the dumb one here like that was a, that was there's in no way you could take that as a negative shot towards you um I might I might tell that story someday. I don't there's extenuating circumstances that if y'all ever heard who it was, you would be like, Yeah, you can't really shit on that guy. Nothing bad. It's just Hey, stay tuned. You never know when it's gonna come out. Maybe I'll tease one of these enough. <laughs> Get people really excited to just shit on a guy for twenty minutes. That'd be bad. Anyways, uh so Larson at four forty three is really big because if he even has an average night he has a good shot to be the one the quote-unquote one see i king of the hills are kind of a crapshoot kind of not you're i mean they're timed that you're not passing it's not chili bowl well, you're especially, not. especially if you start like if you're in the top four i mean you're going to have a good starting spot for a 50 lap a main regardless right i think that's all you really want all right um so Rico second at 426, Corey Eliasson third at 423, David Gravel at 421 is in fourth. That's your top four right now. Carson Macedo racked up 417, Gio Selzy with 415, Logan Shore at 410, Spencer Basin 406, Lockie McHugh 404, Bill Baylog 401, um, and then it is Buddy Kofoid, Tim Kading, Kerry Madsen, Mark Dowmeyer, Noah Gass, Brad Sweet, Robbie Price, Ayrton Jenton, Brian Brown, Matt Jewell, Austin McCarl, Tam Estenson, Cy Lynch, and Ryan Thames. That's your top 24. Uh, Jacob Allen, Sheldon Hottenshield, Chase Randall, and Justin Henderson sitting right outside, as is Casey Kane um, and Carson McCarl, as well as Christopher Thrum. I kind of 
I kind of jumped over him uh, there, but kind of just gave you guys the rundown at least without the points next to him. Some of those guys are going to drop one of those nights. Some aren't. Um, it's going to be kind of a different deal because you're kind of looking just in general for, you know, some guys are going to have two nights that really stick out. Yeah. And so far, we have Larson. I mean, Matt Jewell was putting together a pretty decent night. He was. Too, and, and, you know, those unfortunate circumstances, probably not going to be back. You know, we don't know anything at this point, but, um, again, wish him the best. But, I yeah, I mean, honestly, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're not at 400, I mean, you got to just go for it. I mean, you got to go for it anytime. No, I think I think the top 15, I think the top 15 can feel comfortable right now. And just, you know, you look at the people behind you and that's where you're scared, right? Yeah. It, but you're at a big race weekend. You can't assume. I get cream rice at the top. We saw it tonight still. But you can't assume that every guy on the track is going to be on their A game that exact weekend. But yeah. you can't race with that in the back of your head. Obviously, they don't. But I don't know. I even on the old Knox or on the old they're racing video games. When you had like a big event, I would like care deeply about how I qualified for whatever reason, and it never mattered because I was either first or fifty seventh. <laughs> Depends on if I wanted to turn the difficulty up to challenge myself. It never worked out. I was eight. I was pissed off. I'm like, why? Why the hell am I sixtieth? This doesn't make any sense. I'm supposed to be fast, uh, but I, I don't know. I would I would dive in deep to it and try to find a way to exploit the format. It, it, it's pretty sealed tight, and Larson has a big advantage with that 443. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to do that. He got a caution in his heat race, which helped him a, an extra spot. Yeah. Otherwise, it only would have been 440, but that's still 14 points more than what Rico did. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the crazy part of that. Like, but what's the thing? Gravel qualified on qualified quick time and finished second. And what is he? But he went backwards in his heat race too. He went backwards in his heat. There, yeah. He and he he was telling me he's like, hey, if we had one spot better in our heat race, then we would have would have been in the redraw. And he's right. I'm pretty sure. He went backwards from sixth to seventh. Yeah. But it's separated by three. So when like so Josh all night had been telling me like, oh, he went plus one. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head. Like chili bowl format, that's like nine points or five points. This is just separated by three, which is how I think shit should be. But I, their little stepladder fucking monopoly. What's the uh, shoots and ladders was the board game I played as a kid. Reminds me of that. Walking up the stairs, down the stairs, you go down one spot, minus 87 points, screw off for the rest of the weekend. And so you're just like, what the hell? Like, this is it's a lot of math, for one. Wachapedia's got to be good at Excel, but... He's got a good Excel sheet that we're looking at. He does. At. We are looking at Walker's, Walker's stuff, Wachapedia. I don't know what he prefers. I've never asked him that, Walk but... Obviously, he does great work. I know uh, some people probably would say in this business, like your competitors and stuff, but I don't really, I've never felt I, like even Iowa State football stuff, 
like yeah i i get you might go to this guy for this thing this guy yeah but rising tide there's stuff to go around and there's like great people around you and so i've talked about walker dirt tracker my buddy dawson from uh open wheel updates uh he's a machine Yes, and he is always super hard on himself. He'll talk about like I want to cover this race, but I don't think I'd be good at it. I'm like, what? What the hell? Like, and he just he tweets out every single lap time. Every single lap time matters to him, and that, not shitting on that. And you don't know how good you are until you try it, either. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've tried it before. No, I'm just. It saying, just like, makes like, for a long night. But well, Dawson's never had a long night. I swear. He tweeted me he did tonight, but he hasn't. <laughs> He's it's, the, it's the people that make the sport. He'll wake up tomorrow. And, and the race is awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's uh I can't believe you thought we didn't have a lot to talk about. Josh looks at me and goes, What are we gonna talk about? The race? There wasn't much from it. <laughs> Those were not my exact words. <laughs> Almost the, the exactly fe- the, the, same. the feature was good. Well, the, there was not a ton of quote unquote action, maybe, in the heat races, but it depends on what you're looking for out of them. I still think at the end of the day we had a, we had a good race. B main was pretty and exciting to get a last lap pass for Brad. I think to even get into the show. Yeah, that's a big. You know, and that would be your your last, however many champions. Yeah, if he doesn't make that, that's a lot of World of Outlaw champions that miss a World of Outlaw. You know, that's race the tonight. first tweet being sent out by oh, yeah. every single all me Walker Dirt Tracker Dawson yeah. all of us yeah all of us. Dawson might not be. He's too professional. <laughs> he would never. Uh, no, but I still it, don't know how you pick against Larson for the rest of the week. Oh, we got a question. <laughs> They've been going back. <laughs> I haven't even looked at this yet. What what's going on in our comments? Uh, there's a lot. Oh, it's about the million. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about the million. <laughs> I might just read this. <laughs> I love this. Uh, so we got a, we got a comment from uh, Buckethead 5G. I don't know if that's Gage Polkerbeck, uh, Gage, a Gage fan. He's, hold on. Motorsports stats in history junkie metalhead Larson, Buddy Bloomquist, Rico, many more Buckeyes, Bengals, Reds, Star Wars nerd. All right. Um, Bucket hat or bucket head. I'm very sorry. I didn't ask Graham Ray Hall today uh, whether Ohio State's Ryan Day was on the hot seat or not. Usually he says no. He's a big Ryan Day guy. Uh, I didn't want to ask. He, he had his he had stuff to get to, and we have we're, we're doing interviews, and then we're sending them to the TV people, and they're listening to what my questions are, and they're not. <laughs> Asking anything, anything near. I don't want. I'm not shitting on anybody. I swear. <laughs> We're getting too dark on this. Uh, that's just me. But anyway, Buckethead says, "Could anyone bet against Kyle at the million this year?" Yes, Rico, Mark, Sunshine, and a few others are absolutely lethal at Eldora. But I'm not sure Kyle isn't at his 2020 sprint car level of dominance. Maybe even better. And I I agree with that um, with what he's saying about how how good uh, Kyle has been this year. And the thing about that is he's racing at a uh, tracks he's been good at that host big races that you would race at to prep for those big races, and he's racing at a lower ratio. So 
what I'm saying by that is he's, I don't, I'm diversifying his schedule. Yes. Maybe more than other years, maybe dialing it back more than he's needed to, to get some more rest or do what, you know, I don't know. I've, I've never asked Kyle. Larson. I've never asked Kyle Larson what his favorite thing to do as a hobby is. Maybe I'll ask, I'll ask him that tomorrow. There, we got a lot of good interviews for tomorrow. A lot, of stuff. a lot of good stuff to talk about. I think Rico. For speaking of the million in particular, Rico is probably one to watch because he he would have had what was it last Friday? I think it was or whatever the All Star race was. Had that one and had a tire go down. He's always been good there. If I want to watch that race and you you just call me up and said, hey, All-Stars race at Eldora tonight, Sam Hayford team waxed him. And I know it's not like a 30 to 30 wax him. I know Rico had a flat tire, but I'd be like, what? It had been a while since I think Sam had won one of those races. Too. I need to talk. He's my favorite trivia question answer of all time. Bristol, Bristol track record holder. You just gave it away? Well... People have heard it on here. Josh doesn't listen to our show regularly. None of our employees listen to our show regularly. When they're not on, we can talk crap about them. They wouldn't even bat an eye. I have to talk to you enough <laughs> on this weekend. Right? That's what it is. Uh, but no. Um, I think that was it, though, right? It's just the one question. I know there's some. some we didn't answer his question. I just did. I think you that, just I said that. you just said yeah. Rico's good at Eldora was your answer. Yeah, Larson's Larson's the easy pick, but I think if if you were to pick anybody else, I think Rico's the one to watch. All right. Um, Chris Crone says, or Chris Cone. Cone spelled not like Cone. I'll bet Larson doesn't win. He said, "I'm more asking gambling terms than outright." Only so much to tell. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of, yeah, they go back and forth. Okay. Yeah, I think that was, that was the only one. I thought they were arguing because I saw how many tweets it turned into. Surprisingly not on social media. Right. Different night, right? Um, Money-wise, he's definitely the best pick. You know, if, I don't know who would put out really bad odds for a sprint car race. DraftKings. DraftKings, I'm... I'm bad mouthing DraftKings because their NASCAR stuff sucks and they, it was good last year, it was fine last year. It was actually really good over COVID. They offered top five, they offered two win, top five, and then top 10. The next year was two win, top three, top five. And this year it's like, there's been truck series races where they're offering eight guys that you can pick to win the race. There's 32 in it and you set up the whole damn contest for one race i don't bet on nascar so. I, well i'm just saying i wish they had dirt racing bets and we've talked about Can doing that someday that? Be a, if anyone wants yeah. to get in contact about that uh we're definitely interested i don't know money i don't know if we have the wherewithal i well jk we have the wherewithal it's me i will um I, I'm not shitting you guys. Like, there's nights where, like, I won't go to bed till 6.30. And I don't know when I'm going to wake up. I hope it's before noon. If there's a big race, then, you know, put the big alarm on or something like that. I, you can just hope, pray, call somebody. I don't know. But, yeah, I'd love to set up betting for dirt track stuff. Be cool. That's why I like dirt all draft. Your free, all your free time? I my my free time at night, as far as I'm concerned, can go as long as it needs to. And if I get if I get two hours of sleep, if I get four hours of sleep, if I get thirty minutes, at least I got some. 
it's when I pull all-nighters where I really hate it because there's going to be a lull where I'm not doing something, and that's where I get... You just wait till you get older. You you always say that to me, yeah. and it's making me afraid to get older, which is stupid. You can't say... It's just like the, I, the LASIK eye surgery thing. Josh is telling me, like, there's a bunch of these side effects. I'm like, don't tell me about them, and then I want to know about them because he's mentioning all of them, but... Anyways, what I'm trying to say, would I would I pick Larson as the pound for pound best bet? Uh, it'd be like yes, if he was minus 100, minus 150, maybe. Um, it'd still be kind of sketchy. Josh, give me another beer. Yeah. We're in the show soon. Still, Josh had to blow his nose. Josh is going to bed here. <laughs> um, but yeah, would I? Would I take Larson like absolutely up top? I I don't even know if the just the way he said it, like betting wise. Do I get to see? If you want to win, do I get to see the prelim nights before I'm betting the race? If you want to make money? No, you don't bet on Larson. You bet on somebody like a Logan Shuhart. Here's what: if you're betting with your friends, which I assume that's what you're doing, because you're asking like that, buckethead. Then, as as long as you're able to place the bet Saturday, yeah, make you know, make sure he looks fast. But yes, I'd take Larson. Um, you know, you look at other guys. Rico still, still fast. Been fast. Been there. Done that. Carson Macedo has won at every Crown Jewel racetrack. Yeah, every single one he's a good pick so it's you know if you're sports betting like that like value wise you can get good value a little lower david gravel too um brad sweet when he's not sandbagging that's a joke take that tongue-in-cheek i hope dude i always i always protect myself like that i feel like i do it too much i don't want someone Tweeting, I can't believe you said Brad Sweet was sandbagging and tagging him. I was actually just tweeting that right now. Actually, do it. I want to see what he says. I'm not doing that. But like, I I would just feel bad if they just saw that. It like say it was like the day after the race, and like Brad goes back to California and think. I mean, I probably just text Brad and tell him that that's not what happened but still like I'm just saying in like general like on a guy that I don't have his phone number you know um but yeah it's yeah I would say Larson is a favorite to win any of the high bank nationals Kings Royal Eldora Million National Nationals all four of them it's hard to bet against him I'd say the National Open, but I don't know if he's going to be there. See what that was? It's deep fake. That actually meant nothing. I was gonna just, say you, just the National Open is the next biggest race say you could ask after those four. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think any of us know if he's going to be there well, or not. I think, I think NASCAR could... playoffs are probably not, right? Yeah, probably. I was going to say you just gave your your choice away i was gonna ask for a final thought one night in who your your favorite would be you said larson no i said he's the i said he'd be the you said he'd be the favorite for the high no, that's for bucket head 
Okay. Well, okay. So, I ain't Buckethead. So final thought here. Do I look like a Buckethead to I'm you? Gonna, like, seriously? You, you stop push. I'm going to make you push for the stop button. So what, after a night, who, uh, who would you have to pick after what you've seen? As the favorite. Strictly, favorite. strictly, strictly after tonight, David Grubb. He, yeah. There's too much juice in that restarter. Yeah, he... he I don't know if he got into cars. Eliason coming out of the restart on the turn four. I would figure out what that guy's name is with the camera. That he's hand, and He told us, David Scott, he's going to have a good restart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The young kid. Yeah. Yeah. I recognize him. I just, he's told me his name before. Don't know it. It's a, you know. You hear a lot of names at a race. Oh, if I can remember any of them. I talked to someone on the phone. I was telling you this. Uh, I talked to someone on the phone yesterday. I didn't remember his name. And he gave me his wife's name uh, oh. to say to the working place she was at. And I didn't remember the wife's name. And I called back today. And I, I think I got his name. <laughs> And he gave me the wife's cell phone number and I called her. I still don't have her name, but I think I got the husband's name now. So that's four and a half phone calls and half a name. <laughs> it's I, great. I'm in a job of meeting people and I can't remember people. <laughs> it's the worst damn. I, that's not the worst thing. The, the shoe thing is fucking way worse than that. We brought this thing full circle here. So I. Uh, see you guys tomorrow maybe i we're gonna pod at least once more this week i don't we if any of these nights rain out we're gonna sit here and pod for 30 minutes and just fucking do something yeah uh i originally pitched that nascar heat updated we're gonna have we're gonna go against each other we're on a toshiba 24 incher here in the hotel it's much smaller than the tv we had last year at the airport hotel which i'm shocked by that is crazy yeah well, I was thinking about that the hotel, PS, and I'm the like, PS5 is about as big as the TV that we have. Yeah, I, well, I'm like, the PS5 would fucking kick ass on that, on that screen that we had last year. <laughs> this one's kind of tiny. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Josh is a. Are you? Would you say you're a pro sim racer? I'm not a pro. Well, Damon, Damon called you a pro on the I'm, last show. I'm experienced. I've been doing. I've done it a long time. What did you do 15 years ago? I used to race with race Kyle with Larson. Kyle Larson. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yep. pro. That's fine. Yep. Long time ago, our 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 lives have diverted just a little bit. Both at Houston's tonight. Both at Houston's tonight. That's full. Circle. Both in victory lane. That is true. Yep. Dirt vision. I camera guy got right in everyone's shot. Everybody's standing, taking a picture of Kyle, and dude's in the middle of the car, three feet from. I won't charge you for the free advertising, but if you got a Wi-Fi password and or anything that you can give to me and Dawson, let me know. I'll trade stuff. Pretty good. What, what was that? What are you showing me? You, Josh showed me a picture on his phone. He showed it to me for half a second and turned it back and said, look at that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I didn't I'm, even get a chance to look at the I'm, photo. I'm going to send Connor on another 10-minute tangent here. No, we, we got to wrap it up before I do that. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thanks again to the Carlotto Group. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know. Get, give us your feedback. Um, let, let Buckethead know what you thought of his question on the next one. Yes. Um, let us but, know your picks. Who you got the, the rest of this week?
I'd like to just know who they think shit we think, honestly. But like, if you ask me what I think they're going to do with the track, I'm going to give you what opinions I've heard from drivers of what they want and what they think they're going to get. Yeah. So just know that, you know, I want people to ask questions. I want people to understand shit better. Ask a stupid one too. Cause I'll like, I'm not going to roast you. Like I hope I didn't roast Buckethead. Just love the, I love the Twitter name Buckethead 5G. It's very simple to the point. You know what you're getting. Indeed. But I will, you know, we'll explain stuff. No, nothing's too stupid to ask me. That's for damn sure. As long as it doesn't involve the word invert or anything. You, know, you can ask me what an invert is, but y'all get the point. So thanks again, the Carl Auto Group. I uh, hope y'all enjoy this one. It's always, it's a long night, but it's, it's productive. It's fun. And like this stuff, I enjoy doing the best. Yeah. So. It's a good time. Appreciate it. We will see you guys uh, at some point through the weekend. Follow our social media all over. Go buy a shirt if you want. You can buy one that says late model stock. You can buy one that says race cars have fenders. Probably going to get a new one out of this weekend, hopefully. Someone's got to say something really bullish. We can we can put it on. We can put the pressure on someone, too. I'll go tell every B-Man driver if they make the A, they got to give me like a quote of the century. And just see what we get. I feel like that's a good last chance show. No, that's a dick. Fuck off. I just want to do. We're sleeping in the same good, room tonight. Good, good journal journalism. I'm sleeping in the same room tonight, and you just did that again. Like this is the last straw. Like, hey, whose name's on the room? I, I might have a complaint that I have. It to says t- I shouldn't say the number. I don't think anyone would ever come in here, but no, they know. <laughs> There's a PS5 in here. I don't want to say the room. I'll set the PS5 outside the door. It's the finest, best Western east of the Mississippi. Yeah. Wait, west. It's late, and you can tell our directions. Left of the Mississippi. Left. Left left of the Mississippi. Just like Carl Auto Group. Visit them. Are they left of Mississippi? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, because Mississippi would be closer to... Yeah. I think we need to show Connor a map. Don't even th- don't pretend that you memorized which ones on the left and the right between the Mississippi River and the Missouri River because I like saying it in order like that from left to right. I just said it from right to left. Don't tell me that you memorized that. I don't believe you. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we appreciate you guys. See ya.